0: got agents and you got financial advisors you got come on now come on hold on you literally pay these agents 2% or two percent or three percent or whatever it is at the end of the year you have these financial advisors that are right there but you mean to tell me the people that you pay money to can't advise you on real estate and 13 percent of the nfl right now has real estate or owns Oh, an investment property? I'm.
1: You still are not explaining this to me. You brought my back. And now, hold up. And now they don't pick up your fifth year option. So now, gee, what this does? This what the this this how cold the NFL is. KJ, I was the draft, man. The draft?
0: Yeah, it you know, the NFL draft. You know, I was there, right? Yes, I saw you. I mean, I saw you make the pick, and I did I thing. Do? You did good, man. More importantly. You was clean. You was clean in the board of hell, yeah. <laughs> How did you decide what you was gonna wear?
1: I was debating. So first of all, I, bought, I bought both of those suits. Okay. Just for the draft. Spent some money on, so yeah, thank you for calling me clean, because I you, spent some you, good money on them suits. You you was clean.
0: But I, I tell um, you, before you talk about all of the festivities that happened and around, and we'll get to that, the best part that I saw, even better than that pick, was you with your dad. Absolutely. Cause you made a you made a post and you mm-hmm. talked about how you and your dad used to watch all the NFL yep. drafts together. Yep. What was this one like?
1: It was amazing. Like literally, since high school, we sit there first, second, third, fourth rounds. Me and my dad, really, just watching ball. Mm-hmm. And then we was in there in person. Yeah. Did the same exact thing. Here I am, thirty three years old. We did this Damn. when I was in high school. Here I'm, thirty three years old. Still got my dude next to me. That felt really that's
0: good. That's a that's a that's a real blessing. Mm-hmm. All right, man. How do see how do Seahawks do? How do Seahawks do in that draft? So what they do? They got
1: Witherspoon. They got
0: spooned. Yeah, let's talk about let's Devo- talk about Witherspoon. You you, you you've seen the Lion King? Of course. You see everybody seen the Lion King, right? Mufasa. Mufasa, right? Do you remember the time when Simba looks in the mirror and he sees Mufasa? Right? That's Spoon.
1: Please elaborate.
0: Smaller guy, but he played like Mufasa. Mm -hmm. When you look at him, you get the symbol type deal, but he's Mufasa. Fast, tough, strongest nails, and a guaranteed pick that I think that John and Pete wanted to have. Because they mm-hmm. wanted to say, we need a home
1: run with this pick, mm-hmm. and that's our guy. And the thing you see with Witherspoon is his confidence. Like, when he step on the football field, is sometimes when dudes step on the field, they, they walking on the field just out there to survive. Right. This dude, I can tell when you walk on the field, he walking on the field like, I'm that dude. Right. This dude in front of me is not about to catch the ball. And if he does catch the ball, I'm smacking him. That's what you get out of Witherspoon. And you pair that with a Tariq Woolen. mm coming off of a – who should have been defensive uh, rookie of the year. Should have been. With his numbers. You pair him with him. Second year, 4-3. And on the back end, Kwanjae going to tell you what to do. Kwanjae going to tell you what to do. You sit there, hey, this coming, this coming, that coming. Jump this, jump that. I got you in this back end. He going to direct the traffic. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, they they won with that draft pick.
0: De- definitely won. They now, won with that.
1: Here's where they really win. and
0: I, Before we get into the rest of the draft picks, I want to go into first what they didn't do. Because, look, I was part of the the draft party, Seahawks draft party Mm -hmm. at the Space Needle. First of all, it was dope. It was amazing. It was fantastic. And when they did not take the D lineman that everybody thought that they would, right? I think that there seemed to be a little bit of disappointment. So let's talk about the fact of Let me address the elephant in the room. They didn't take Jalen Carter.
1: Because they were scared as hell. What? Scared as hell, yes. They were scared? Why else they didn't take him?
0: I don't don't (laughs) think. Well, why else did they not take him? When you say scared, let's talk about why they're scared. Okay, I'll agree with you on them being nervous, if you will. And I just think that they didn't want to take Jalen Carter with the number five pick, Mm -hmm. knowing we're going to have to make sure this guy is good to go. But I think they get in spoon, Devon with a spoon, they for sure know what's gonna happen with him. And a number five pick, you gotta be sure,
1: man. Gee, I'm taking it at the number five spot. I I can't I can't worry what you're doing Bingo. When, you're not, when you're not in the building. If you're in the building, you cool. You go work hard, you go be here. Mm-hmm. But when you're outside of the building, I can't worry about who you're hanging out with, what you're doing. I have got to be sure at the number five spot. And when I look at Jalen Carter, two things will happen with him. I say this, which is with as much respect as I can, he's going to either be the most dominant defensive lineman that we've seen in a very long time. Well, mm-hmm. this dude could be out the league in five, six years. Here's why I don't think he's going to be out the league in five or six I don't, years. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but, either. But,
0: but, but you said of those two. Okay. I think Jalen Carter is going to go to the Eagles and be successful. Mm-hmm. A couple reasons. One, I have found out through the great, you know, through some sources, he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. So already you, you, you that's a good thing going forward.
1: Yes. Positive.
0: He's from a small town, a Popka, Florida, 55,000. I know a little something about small town guys. Mm-hmm. You a small town guy. Somewhat. <laughs> sometimes people that come from small towns, they kind of green a little bit. They kind of look naive <laughs> a little bit, yeah. right? And so yeah. they can easily get and make some wrong decisions, on the period, point blank. I think the Philadelphia Eagles organization right now, I think they're a strong organization. Mm-hmm. I think they have Fletcher Cox out there, mm-hmm. who we know what kind of person that he is.
1: Brandon Graham. He has
0: an opportunity, and he has some teammates that's going to be out there as well, so he has a sense of comfort. How about this? I like the Seahawks didn't take him. Yes, and I'm cool with the Eagles absolutely, taking. Him.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And we look at the Seahawks; they're at, they are in no position to roll the dice. This team is still in a rebuilding mode. Yeah, you made the playoffs, cool, but you are still rebuilding, mm-hmm. and you got to rebuild with someone that you can trust. I heard Coach Carroll do an interview today. He was talking about we got the right people in the oh. building. He said we got the right people. In the building. Yeah, on the football field, you're phenomenal. Yeah, you're dominant. But pe- but pe- the right people last. The right people you can trust. The right people you can depend on. Gee, I don't make it in, in the NFL for 11 years if people can't depend on me. Right. right. I'm gone. Right. I'm gone. So I think Jalen Carter is going to be good in Philadelphia. But for the Seattle Seahawks, Devin Witherspoon was the right pick. Absolutely.
0: And then the next pick.
1: Oh. I mean, Listen, listen. <laughs> come on. Come on. Let me take y'all. Let me take y'all to Friday morning. Friday morning. Okay. I meet up with uh, Kenny Burns and uh, Greg. We, we, grabbing, we grabbing some breakfast. Mm-hmm. I see these two dudes there. I'm like, I don't know who they are. I was like, somebody's sitting there. I was like, no, come sit down. So we get talking about the draft. I'm like, what y'all think? What the Seahawks is going to do? I was like, man, they're going to probably do this. They're going to do that. They're like, what y'all think about um, Jackson Smith and Jigba? Right. I'm like, oh, the kid from my house, I think he good. And it was like, she also taking him at five? I'm like, absolutely not. And I was like, what you talking about? He nice. I'm like, I'm sure he's nice. But the Seahawks are not taking him at five. I'm sitting with his two childhood best friends. Wow. And Jig was two best friends. They from Texas. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. best friends. That was like, listen. Rockwell. Shout out to Rockwall. It's like, listen, when it comes to Njigba, he got that it factor. It's like, he ain't fast, he ain't, you know, he ain't going to run a 4-3, but the dude, when he gets the ball in his hands, he going to make it happen. I said, I'm sure he is, but not in number 5. Right. And I was like, watch and see. Draft come, by the bottom 5, okay, I knew we am going to get drafted. And then, as time went on, I'm sitting there like, okay, hold up. Ain't no receiver came off the board. Seahawks need a third receiver. Could this dude be the dude last week? <laughs> Come on. Last week you called it. So I'm sitting here. I was like, okay. Ain't no receiver been took. y'all need a third receiver. Could this happen? And lo and behold, the 20th pick, the Seattle Seahawks select Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. I kid you not, two seconds later, these two dudes run up to us, we hug and high five, and I'm like, I told you, I told you, it's coming to Seattle. Right. And so, man, it was just crazy. I seen them dudes that morning, we talking about their best friend. Right. Pick number 20, here he comes. So, me and Mata,
0: Mata and Jigba, that's uh, Pops, Pops that's, yeah. ja- that's Jackson's dad, we text morning of back and forth, <laughs> yeah. right? And I'm like, man, It'll be a dream if he would be a Seahawk, but I don't think that's going to happen because I knew the Seahawks would not take a wide receiver with the number five pick. No, yep. And there's no way in the world I thought Jackson would still be there at number 20. Mm -hmm. But as we start getting close, I'm at the Space Needle. I text, I text (laughs) bottom. And I said, and this was at like, Mm, it might have been like pick eleven or twelve. I'm like, wait a minute. He he's not coming off the board. If he don't come off the board between twelve and, and, and sixteen, he might be a Seahawk. And I said, could it be like that? He didn't hit me back.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But, I'm, I'm, yeah. but oh, yeah.
0: after the pick happened, I FaceTimed him. <laughs> I gave it about about ten minutes. I FaceTimed it, and he picked up. And and by this time, Jackson was back at his seat. And mm-hmm. he turns it over and he's and I'm, I'm like, Jackson, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going crazy. Let me simplify. Two words. Always open. Always open. Always open. He is the craftiest pass catcher. Uh, uh, you, you ready for this? Yeah. Jackson Smith and Jigba is the craftiest pass catcher that I've ever seen in my life.
1: G, G, come on G. Oh, he's good. I like him. We're talking about your lifetime? How old are you? How much football have you watched? Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, Tyler Lockett, ahead of all them guys?
0: The wide receiver position is changing. Now, if that goes viral, (laughs) It is what it is. You guys can talk bad about me all you want to. That's fine. Yeah. I'm going to stand on it. Because sometimes, some of us have the ability to recognize greatness when you see it. That young man. Yes. Yes. Is, and I'm talking about, and I've seen him work like this since June Mm -hmm. of
1: 2019.
0: Mm -hmm. Go look at his high school tape and mm-hmm. see what he was doing in high school. Mm-hmm. Go see what he was doing in college in the Rose Bowl 300 some yards receiving.
1: I went back and watched that game. That's when they played Utah. Yes. Sir. I went back and I, I, YouTube, I YouTube Jackson that night. I was like, let me, let me see how good this dude really is. I went and YouTube I was like, okay. So what does this mean for the Seahawks?
0: This means he is going to a wide receiver room that is led by one of the best human beings in the world in Tyler Lockett. Yes. One of the... A, a great dude in DK Metcalf. Yes. DK Metcalf will have his best season as a Seahawk because Jackson Smith and Jigba is in that slot, wiggly, wiggly, and working. And you got Tyler Lockett. He has the best season because you
1: cannot answer Absolutely. for this. This side is going to Let's Let's explain football to people okay, come on. if you just got a DK and a Tyler both these guys are on the outside the ZNX receivers yeah. so what you can do you could play too high, high you play which, which we're seeing a lot of we're seeing yes. a lot of too high safeties now so DK not gonna get past us Tyler not gonna get past us cool. and what that does is it opens up things for everything in the middle it isolates Jackson against a, a linebackers oh, are you gonna play you gonna leave me on a, a linebacker I'm about to go to work how I'm ex- about to go to work. And if you try to double team me, mm-hmm. DK, Tyler, and Gino Smith. with, And Gino is good and from the sense of he go read the coverage pre-snap. Right. And he go see before the ball is even snapped, this is where I'm going. And I don't know about Jackson's IQ. I don't know his, I don't know his football IQ. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure them, them dudes will get together in OTAs and then training camp and get together, hey, when you see this, do this. And I got you. He's a money man on third down.
0: Well, let me, let me ask you this. As a defender, as someone who has had to match up with guys in the slot, mm-hmm. what did you see over the course of your career? Tell us about the wide receivers when you first got in the game And then towards the end, I think that you saw wide receivers get better. And I think the reason for that is, is the continuation of seven on seven that has these young men repping, 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 repping.
1: Gee, these dudes are watching film in middle school. What you watching film in middle school for? By the time they get to high school, by the time they get to college, their IQ is like no other. Oh, two high safeties? Oh, single high? Oh, they in man-to-man coverage? Well, I'm going to do I'm pre-snap. I'm going to run to the left, come back. Oh, he's following me? Man-to-man. I'm about to run this option route on him? They know this in middle school. And so you fast forward when they get to the game. Mm -hmm. The referee's going to protect them. You know how the league is. But they are just more valuable. They're more explosive. And if you got good receivers on your football team, Mm -hmm. you got a chance to make a lot of noise.
0: So there's going to be a lot of people that's going to go nuts about what I said about him being one of the best wide receivers I've ever... No, I said the best. You said catchers. Pass pass catchers. Pass catchers. Hands. Okay. Agility. And like you said, he's not going to go out here and he's not going to go right. It's not going to be a go route. He's going to just think Allen Iverson handles. Think Kyrie handles. Mm -hmm. Because for all the wide receivers out there, if you're a good ball handler, you're a good receiver.
1: Okay, doug ball. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, really, that's, that's yeah. what it is, yeah. right? So, again, I think the Seahawks got that. And then one thing that they didn't do in this draft that I think says a lot about a current player on their roster, once again, the Seattle Seahawks did not draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And what do I think that means? I think Drew Locke... Is better than a lot of people think.
1: With that being said, what's gonna happen with Drew? He Gino signed three years. Or they go just, yeah, one one year guaranteed is Drew the the future? What what are you saying when you say that? I think Drew right now is the backup. He's the backup. So he's a backup. So so Hendon
0: Hooker is 20. Five, excuse me, 24 years old. 24 or
1: 25 he's years 25.
0: old. He's 25. 25. And he just got drafted. How old is Drew? 26. And he's played in the NFL for four years. So one, so one player is going to a team and he's yeah. just now starting. And Drew Locke has been in the league. You tell me, you know better than anybody. There's
1: nothing like four and five years of NFL experience. Absolutely. And so he he was good in Denver. The thing that's holding Drew back is his decision-making. He has a cannon for an arm. He's athletic. But sometimes I'm like, bro, what you doing? Why did you throw that ball? There's somebody right there. Mm. So if he fixes that with his game, I believe that we could really, you know, take Drew seriously.
0: Right. And, and so whatever our opinions are, Mm -hmm. Whatever anybody thinks about Drew Locke, Mm -hmm. I want to remind people right now, the Seahawks did not take a quarterback in the draft. Mm -hmm.
1: That should tell you
0: all you need to know.
1: And in the third round, I thought it was going to be Hooker. Or the second round, I was like, they they would do Hooker? They didn't do him. Now, speaking of when the Seahawks make moves,
0: now – All all the time, John and Pete don't come out and tell you what they're thinking. But when the Seahawks do certain things, it makes me be like, huh. So I'll give you an example. I just said they did not take a quarterback.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Huh. Maybe they love Drew Locke more than people think. 26 years old, four years of experience. Mm -hmm. And then just across the wire, before we started this, it was my man Jordan Brooks linebacker for the Seahawks. They did not pick up his fifth option. And I thought, huh? What does that mean? So let me go to the expert because it has not been a good couple months for Jordan Brooks Brooks. And what I mean by that <clears> is, is they did not pick up his fifth option. They brought Bobby back. He now has to go and play this next season Coming off an
1: ACL injury. What does that say in your opinion? Gee, to say that it's been a rough few months for Jordan Brooks is an understatement. Mm. This is this is very hard. First of all, you you hurt you tear your knee. That's 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 a nine month recovery. That that's hard. We're talking September, October. Mm. They bring Bobby back.
0: Look, oh, real quick. They told you what well, you told us that they told you. No, we're we're going. KJ, to the- you gone?
1: You gone? We love you, KJ, but you gone. Bobby, <laughs> we this love is, you. This is Jordan's team. Thank you for everything. You were great. They brought Bobby back, and now hold up, and now they don't pick up your fifth year option. So now, gee, what this does? This is what they, this this is how cold the NFL is hey, we took you in the first round, you're great, we love you, you've done a fantastic three years for us, but right now you got to play your contract gear coming off of a torn ACL. Gee, when you come back from an ACL, you are finding your groove. You're trying to feel things out, unless you're Adrian Adrian Peterson. He's the only one that came back different. (laughs) Yeah. But gee, you you really trying to feel your way. You, You have a new knee. So, what you're telling me is that I gotta play my contract year while I'm trying to figure myself out. I played with uh Bruce Irvin. Mm-hmm. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option.
0: Okay.
1: I played with uh Carpenter. All right. I don't think they picked up his fifth-year option. And so he can still come back, but I'm just I'm just fast-forward thinking. But this is just mentally, emotionally physically this is hard. it really is huh very hard and um this this is this is the NFL for you unfortunately stuff like this happens. okay well, this is tough G this this is tough
0: okay you say this is tough and I'm quite sure there are some uh, players that that listen to this right here. what do you do?
1: what do you do to get through this? First and foremost, the thing that – hold. On, let me let me start here. The thing with the thing I got I gotta say is, do not step on that football field unless you are one thousand percent. Listen and listen closely. Don't step on that football field unless you are one thousand percent. The NFL is looking for any little thing to say. I'm not gonna pay you. They don't. I don't care if you're a first round pick. You just, you 10-year vet, they're looking for anything to say, I'm not going to pay you. And when they look at that tape, it's 31 other teams looking too. It's 31 other teams looking too. And if they see anything, oh, yeah, he's not this. He's not that. He won't be this. They're going to use that against you. And so here's here's the thing that I, this is a mistake that I made. This is a mistake that I made. My eighth year, my knee was, can you bleep this out if I cuss? My knee was f-ed up. My knee was f***ed up. But what I did was, it was my contract year. I said, all right, KJ, here you go. This is the situation. Your knee jacked up. You, you want to get paid. Tape this thing up and go back out there on the football field. I did that. I kid you not. My knee full of fluid. I had a knee brace on. I looked terrible. I couldn't finish the game. Two weeks later, I was back on the bench because I was unhealthy. Two two weeks later, I was back on the bench because I wasn't healthy. Fast forward, I played like two, three healthy games that year. Contract year come. Payday come. Same thing. Um, Nobody called my phone. Why? KJ, we looked at your film. Yeah, you're a good football player. But you were moving slow, you was hurt, you coming off a knee injury. You're no, we're not it's not about to be a bidding war for you. So with that being said, the best thing for Jordan is to show that I am healthy when I step on this football field. If you come out there half stepping, limping, I'm 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 telling you, because I'm sweating thinking about this, I'm telling you, they go use that against you. So, but wait a minute.
0: Then then a lot of guys over the years, they tell you, they give that advice. But don't you think sometimes the pressure to still play through that because you're thinking about the possibility for that money, you're thinking about putting it on film, and you're like, yeah, I,
1: I got to play through it. The good thing that Jordan has for him is his youth, Yeah, that the, he was a first-round pick, and he played well. They can't take those three things away from Jordan. I'm young, I played well. My first round pick, he has a lot going for him. The worst thing that he can do is come September, October. I'm, I'm feeling okay. Mm-hmm. I can go out there, but I'm a, if but if I go out there, I won't look quite right. Go out there right and go out there with where this the last four games. Oh, he's moving. Oh, he's strong at the point of attack. Yes, we're gonna invest in you. But if you just want to go out there, the seasons come, all my guys out there, you're going to be taken care of. When you when you get healthy, Jordan, yes, in the starting lineup. Mm. Mm. Jordan, go. Right. He will be fine in that, in that aspect.
0: Are the Seahawks' defense any better? Last year, I think they ranked 30th against the run. And obviously, you know, the discussion is to kind of take care of that. After the draft, with the free agent pickups, with bringing Bobby
1: back, will they be better against the run? Absolutely. Absolutely. You get J. Reed back. Ooh, yes. Get Jones back. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you get Jones. Get Jones. Um, Bobby back. They were, gee, they were 30th last year against stopping the run. I surely hope you get better. What the hell? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What I need from Coach Hurt is... Let the dogs loose. Let the dogs what loose. What
0: is that? Wait, wait, hold on. What does that mean? Like, hold
1: on. It means what I, it sounds what what, sound like. I mean, what? doesn't every NFL defensive coordinator let the dogs loose? You know how you walking a dog and your dog <laughs> on his leash? Yeah. What happens when you take that leash off?
0: They they go everywhere, but you don't hold. I'm glad you brought the Very, very good one right there. You don't want to let the dog off because you don't know where that dog's gonna go. And if you if you have him on a leash, you have some control.
1: Okay. This okay. Let me break it down. Football term. Come on. When I say let the dogs, what I say, let them loose. You said let them loose. Let the dogs loose. When I watched the Seahawks last year, two gap in. Oh, I'm taking my block. Linebackers come make the tackles. They weren't going. They weren't playing football. When it's a when it's a run play. I play with Brandon Meebang. Meebang, go make the play. I don't want to make – you go make the tackle. When I watched our defensive Lyman last year, they were dancing. They were just going with Lyman taking the blocks to gapping. Right. I don't want that. Let these dudes go eat. Let them go. Don't I, hold them back. I think it's unfair for you to use Brandon Meebang. Okay, let me use somebody else.
0: Because because Brandon Meebang, yes. he knew where the play was yes. going. Okay. He used to tell y'all where the play was <laughs> going. Am, Am I right?
1: Somebody? Yes. <laughs> so, when I played with um, uh, Tony McDaniel, Tony McDaniel, go make the tackle. T-Mac, okay. T-Mac was a dog. He was a dog, too. He's a dog. <laughs> so, what I'm, what I'm saying is, when you got these men up front that know football, that work hard, don't, have, don't use their skill set to the best of their abilities. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Jay Reed is a get-off-the-ball type dude. I hope they bring Puna Ford back. Please bring my guy Puna back. Why? Because Puna, look at his previous years, he was he was really good. Yeah. But last year, you know, stuff got changed. The scheme got changed a little bit. Puna was quiet. Let Puna get off the rock and go make some plays. Mm. If they change up the scheme of the defense, they can bring a lot of these dudes back.
0: Seahawks a uh, contender next year?
1: Contender... To win the Super Bowl? Yes. They're getting there. They're getting
0: there. I, I, I say yes, and of course, there's bias in me. No, There's, there's bias in me too. There's bias. <laughs> but I say that because I think in this division, they are the clear favorites. They should be the clear favorites to win the division. And I'm sorry about the Niners, but I think this whole Brock Purdy thing and what's going on with that. I'm just not feeling it. I think that the Niners have wasted the glory years of those, that Niners defense. They've had that, a lot of chances. They've that, had a lot that of chances. Niner, thank you.
1: They've had a lot of chances That's What I'm saying, and they, they've blown it. I think that this, I think if Pete Carroll, if he,
0: if he was to be sitting right here, he would say, <laughs> watch this this year what? watch this
1: <laughs>
0: <Hey>. <laughs>
1: right you know what I mean let me pump your brakes a little bit All right. maybe,
0: I'm, maybe, 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 maybe today I'll, I'm just going
1: yeah. they are building towards something special will they be better than last year absolutely
0: okay well then, then I'm not that far off then okay but we talking than-
1: about being the Niners the Niners are very very good on dude. defense on offense too Christian McCaffrey, Debo, George Kittle, that offensive line, Trent Williams, Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. Them dudes is good, G. If the Seahawks get better at stopping the run,
0: we isolate that team. Seahawks isolate that team stopping the run. But no, I'm not going you know, to, yeah, I don't want yeah, yeah, to be disrespectful because the Niners are a good team. I'm just, maybe what my thing with the Niners is this. I think they're I think they have the number 1 defense in the game. I think I mean there's no question about mm-hmm. that. You To left. To Miko left. To is gone. Wilkes comes in. Steve Wilkes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and and but I just this whole quarterback thing. I just am not really sold and bought on that. Mm-hmm. All the way up till even last season I know you know he got hurt in that game. Mm-hmm. I still did not think it could be done because when it comes to playoff football,
1: right. you, yeah. it's just yeah. a different game. Yes, yes. They would have won the Super Bowl if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. They would have won the Super Bowl. But you actually, are the Seahawks contenders now on the other side, on the East Coast, the, oh, the Philadelphia Bulldogs? G, listen, listen to me, G. Listen to me. Okay, Here's my bold statement. And <laughs> my entire life, I don't think I've seen a team this complete from top to bottom. I don't think I've seen a team this complete from the offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, running back, receivers, DBs. There's no weaknesses in this football team. When you talk about 17-0 and 0 undefeated, when you talk about what New England did some years ago with Randy Moss and Teddy Bruschi, mm-hmm. I think this football team can be seventeen and zero. They are stacked. You like them like that? Stacked. Name one weakness, and I'll walk off this set right now. (laughs) They don't. They don't. They They got DeAndre Swift. You get Carter. You get Nolan Smith. You draft Keely Ringo. This is all depth. Gee, this is depth. They not starting.
0: They're not starting. Yeah. Shout out to Rashad Penny.
1: Cause he's out there. Rashad Penny, who gonna be your one-two punch? J- J- uh, Jalen Hurts, who's trying to prove something. AJ, geez, stop it. Darius Brad. <laughs> should I keep going?
0: One thing about the NFC East, you just never know. I I maybe. Usually, usually. usually I, I, I will say this. Maybe, just maybe, I don't know why. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are good. I do think that they are our favorite to uh, come out of the NFC. The one of the, they, they definitely are our are, are favorite they're to come out of the NFC. They're going to be undefeated. I don't feel it the way that you do about the Eagles. I I really don't. I, I really don't feel like, the and I definitely don't come close to thinking about anything of undefeated. I think that they are. What was their
1: record last year? I mean, fourteen and three, and Jalen Hurst got hurt. Well, you ain't supposed. They to. was they was fourteen to this, and three. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up.
1: And Jalen Hurst got hurt, and they they lost one of them games. Take your time. It'll, I got time. Wow, let's get it right. Wow, they were fourteen and three. I know my ball, baby. Well, well I know well my ball. Well
0: done. Well done. Well, I'm. Hey, I'm not there with you, but that's fine. I'm I'm
1: I'm cool with that. So, Seahawks going back to the question they're going to be very fun to watch this year. Gino got paid. When you get paid, there's a sense of I got to prove my worth. You got your money, cool. But I want to get this year, I want to get next year, I want to get that that third year. Mm. I want to show my value. I can get one year. Let me hell, let me get all the years. Right. So there's going to be a new Gino that we see this year. And you put these weapons around them. He got some offensive line help. This is going to be a fun Seahawks team to watch. You know what we didn't talk about?
0: The best quarterback drafted in this draft. Who won? The Carolina Panthers or the Houston Texans? Who won the draft? As far as the quarterback. Who won? Between Bryce Young going to the Panthers and, of course, C.J. Stroud going to the Texans.
1: When I look at CJ Stroud, he ain't got nobody to throw the ball to. He got Robert Woods, who I respect. Robert Woods is very good. He got Buddy from the Cowboys, number eighty-five. I forget his name. They got uh, the tight end from the Cowboys. He's good. Mm-hmm. Your boy ain't got nobody to throw the ball to, G. I just don't.
0: I just don't trust the Houston Texans. Exactly. <laughs> I, just, I just I just don't trust it. And and, and 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 let me just say this. First of all, you were right, I was wrong. It's all good. You said that Bryce Jung will be drafted number one, and I said it would be CJ. Yeah. You were right, I was wrong. But I think a huge part of me was I wanted the Carolina Panthers to pick CJ. Because no disrespect yes. to the yes. Houston Texans organizations and to your fan base, but I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I just don't think the Houston Texans are a good organization. And, and I would love for them to prove me wrong. <laughs> I really do. And I hope Demi- and I, D'Amico Ryan, I love him.
1: I do too. I, do I love
0: too. him. Of course, it should be. It's understated how much I love CJ Stroud. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the coaches. Sometimes it's not the coaches and the players. Sometimes it's the organization. Do I need to give... I, do I need to run down the organizations in this NFL that are constantly day in and day out swapping out quarterbacks, swapping out coaches, and it's still <laughs> the same damn organization? <laughs> My goodness, man. I just... Sometimes these organizations, man, it just be like, man, it's like ran like a ma and pa candy store. A what candy store? A, a ma and pa type candy store. You know what I <laughs> mean? You, you, uh, Over the years, you talk to players going to these organizations. I remember... Man, I remember Mebane. I ain't going to say what team he was at. Mebane was eating lunch under a tent.
1: He was at the Chargers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was eating lunch under a tent. Some folks was taking coach. They was flying coach sometimes. Oh, man. Come on. Listen, G. Yes.
1: (laughs) When I was coming out as a rookie, I looked at all 32 teams. Yeah. And I went home, and I got on my knees, and I prayed to the good (laughs) Lord. I said, Lord. Please don't let this team draft me. Don't let that <laughs> team draft me. It's some bad organiz- <laughs> it's some bad organizations out there. Bad, man. And when I look at CJ Stroud, he is talented. He's going to be good. But right schemes, right fits, right culture, all that stuff plays a part in your success, G. Now, with that being said, they got the right guy in there. D'Amico is in there. It's going to take some time. It, it, it takes time to change a, a bad environment around. And so he's going to have his struggles like all rookies do. But it's going to take some time. They got to get some weapons around him, yeah, we get just, stuff right. We just saw this play out with Justin Fields in Chicago. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Just,
0: that's what I'm saying. Great quarterback. And, it, and sometimes to the average fan, they wonder, ooh, is Justin Fields as good? Yes. Justin Fields is amazing. Mm -hmm. Imagine if Justin Fields had more, which I think that they've done
1: that. They got buddy from the
0: Panthers. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So we will see what's going to happen with them going forward. So anyway, that was my bias speaking out. And got a little emotional about that. I just wish the Carolina Panthers would have taken them. So KJ, so the rookies, they they, they go to the facility. And so they come to the facility. They come and say hi to everybody, the first round, all that kind of stuff. And then all these rookies, now they go back. And so now, as of right now, you got the next mini camp the rookie mini camp is gonna next be week. the thirteenth through the fifteenth, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be next week. Mm-hmm. What's going on
1: right now? What what do they do? What are they doing during that time? First of all, you're talking to your coaches, you mean everyone, talk to the head coach, talk to the GM, talk to your position position coaches. The two rookies flew out here, two first rounders. I don't think right. I don't think the other guys flew out here. Right. So guys, this is what's coming. It's phase one of OTAs. But for you guys, you're going to go to practice. You're going to step on the practice field. So what they're going to do is they're going to come in there, give them a quick synopsis of the playbook. Playbook, playbook, playbook. Let's go out here and run it. So your first test is how quickly can I dissect a playbook? Let's say I've been running cover three my whole career in college. Surprise! You're running something different. Learn a new scheme. Hey, on offense, this is what we're doing. We're running this, we're running that, we're running that. Pick it up. So first, the first thing they're doing, they're seeing like, okay. They don't expect you to be perfect. Okay. But they want to see how quickly they can pick up a playbook. So best believe that when they're at home, you need to be training. Understand there's going to be only a few rookies here, so don't come here out of shape. Don't come in here, oh, I, I strained my hamstring, my quad is tight.
0: By the way, the Seahawks got a lot of rookies. They got they- 10. Yeah, but they got but they also
1: Yeah,
0: but they also have other guys from last year that are going to be showing up to that rookie camp as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of either rookies and or first-year players from last year that are going to be there.
1: So you got to be prepared. Yes. And I want I want to hit on this quick. I hit you all subject. Okay, come on. But people when they look at the draft, when they look at prospects, understand this everybody's not going to pan out. Everybody is not going to pan out. You look at each draft that Coach Carroll and John Snyder has put together. <laughs> and each one, a select few turn out really good. A select few get that second contract with the Seahawks. Some guys don't even make it out of the, to their first game. S- so... So, what are the reasons?
0: What are the reasons why a rookie doesn't, or not, not, necessarily, not necessarily
1: a rookie, but guys don't pan out? First and foremost, a numbers game. First and foremost, understand it's a numbers game. Only fifty-three dudes can make this roster. Okay. Sometimes, yeah, you play well. Sometimes you're good, but you're just the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's self-inflicted. You came in. You know, use that rookie, didn't quite get it, didn't quite understand it, showing up late, not good on special teams. And so you essentially get your own self-cut. The biggest thing that I've seen with guys is, especially skill position guys, is if you're not a starter, you're a special teamer. And if you're not a good special teamer, you're not valuable to me. If you're not starting, you are a special teamer. If you're not good at the big four, kickoff, kickoff return, punt, punt return. If you're not good at that, I can't have you on this roster. You can't can't dress out. So for these guys, come in, understand that, yeah, you are the man in high school. Yeah, you are the man in college. But understand that if you're not starting, if you're not a special teams demon, bye-bye. I can't do anything with you. So you got to get good at it.
0: Now... You know, I was, I've been wanting to ask, and I probably should have asked this to you before we came on, but I'm a, I am ai saw a stat. NFLPA, uh, an agent sent it to me, and the NFLPA did it to where they were talking about the percentage of NFL players currently that either have real estate mm-hmm. or property investment. 13%. 13%
1: own real own
0: estate. real estate and or an investment property mm-hmm. 13% so I thought hmm the average NFL career is like 2.8 years mm-hmm. hmm that actually might check out so if the average NFL career is 2.8 years KJ when did you buy your first house
1: <laughs> You're <Year> four <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it tracks it tracks, it, yeah. so I, at first I thought that's unbelievable, and then it was like, wait a minute, that actually tracks. So, why, 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 why do NFL play? Why is it that when you guys get to the league, I'm gonna tell you, their why. first thought is, let
1: me get some property. I, I'm cur- Help me understand. No, you, why they thought isn't let me get some property? Yeah, why it let took me- you four years, year four? Let me tell you why guys don't get real estate property because renting is quote unquote safe renting is safe safe how I'm gonna explain it to you okay I'm explain I'm explaining it to you <laughs> listen listen let me break this down for you it's safe and it's stupid I'm, I'm gonna say this if I'm spending rent let's just do simple math. Let's say my rent is $10,000. Let's say I'm saying say downtown Bellevue. I'm saying at the Bravern, my rent's $10,000. What's 10 times 12? 100, 120. 120. Multiply that times four. We're talking like a quarter of a million. Now, take Whoa. the 400,000. 400, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yep. Imagine if you took that that four hundred five hundred thousand dollars, okay, and you bought a house, a million dollar house. Okay, you got the house that's gonna go up in value over here over time, right? And you got equity in the house. I'm following you. So what you're essentially doing when you when you're paying rent, you are making somebody else rich. When I'm spending this five ten thousand dollars. I'm making somebody else rich. Yeah, I got a roof over my head, but I'm making somebody else rich. So you're saying, wait, let me get this straight. Are
0: you saying that guys come in the league and they're like, you know what? I want to make somebody
1: else rich with with this rent. No, what guys do, they come in the league is like, I don't understand the value of purchasing a home. People don't understand the value that's in it. So they're just like, hell, I'm just going to rent. But but don't. I'm not even letting this slide right now
0: you guys got agents and you got financial advisors you got come on now come on hold on you literally pay these agents or 2% or 3% or whatever it is at the end of the year you have these financial advisors that are right there but you mean to tell me the people that you pay money to can't advise you on real estate? And thirteen percent of the NFL right now has real estate or owns or an investment property. I'm you still are not explaining this to me. You you're not explaining it well. The number kid. is
1: thirteen percent for a reason. You think guys want to come in dumb? You think guys want to come in and spend all this money in rent, staying at the Braver, spending five ten thousand dollars a month? You think guys just want to do that? No.
0: Then why do they do it? Uh,
1: because we don't know any better. We don't understand the value of, of person. We don't understand that if I take this money and I put it into an asset, not a liability, this is an asset that I have. I, this, I'm just taking this money and I'm transferring it to a brick and mortar. Yeah. And when I get tired of it or when I get traded or cut, it's still mine. So is that what happened to you? Is that is that why it took you four years to buy a crib? It took me four years because I'm like, just go rent. Like, i am going to buy a house for? In my mind, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to be after this contract. That's what I was thinking. I don't know where I'm going to be after this four years. But it don't even matter where you are. Right. It don't even matter where you are. This house ain't going anywhere. So if you do get traded, you know what you do? You hire a property manager. Hey, I just got cut and traded put A tenant in my house, this mortgage that I'm paying, make it their rent. Yes, so if I'm spending four thousand dollars in a mortgage, they're paying for that, they're paying for my mortgage, right? That's how it works. But, gee, understand this here I am 33. How old are you? I'm 47. <laughs> it took us time to understand that, it took us time, and yes, you're right, there are not enough good enough. Agents, there's not a good enough financial advisors, really putting dudes on game. Not, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody out here. But what they're doing is they're taking these athletes. Let me word myself properly. They're taking these athletes and they're getting what they can get from the athlete. I hope I said that as good as I can. But to God on this truth, that, that, that's what, uh, not enough guys in that position went through it. Agents, they didn't go through it. Financial advisors didn't go through it. You, they're, they're wired a certain you, way. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. What do you... You you say that the financial advisors and the agents didn't go through it. Go through what? They didn't go through this journey. But they, they, But they... Hold on. But these agents and these financial advisors, even though they haven't gone through the, the journey that you've gone through they understand that their client renting that place for ten thousand dollars a month maybe having a car i mean it's been for a whole bunch of years that i've seen a lot of expensive cars before i've seen any type of house so you say they haven't been on that journey but they know and so is it that you guys aren't listening is that what it is? Because you can't, there's no way in the world all these top agents that we see year in and year out aren't telling their clients right away, hey, let's get this real estate. I'm missing something here, G, KJ. Listen,
1: listen to me. Listen to me. I don't think they are. They're not, G.
0: Nobody told you?
1: Told me what? Hey, KJ, are you about to go to this team? <laughs> maybe we should have talked this. about this before we got on the air, man, because I'm this.
0: hot right now. I'm hot, bro. Because this is this is a real thing. It,
1: we, it, it is
0: 2.7, 2.8 years is the average NFL career and then we go to do the t- statistic on what happens to you guys 3 to 4 years after playing,
1: those odds don't look good. G, you're this passionate because you live through it. You this passionate because you were washing cars for hundreds of dudes and you have seen the work we put in, you seen how much we go through with this NFL journey. You've been through it. I've been through it. Them agents, them financial advisors, they didn't go through it. They look at us as a product. I was like, oh, there's my 3%. That's, how the, that's, how, that's, that's just that's how it is. No disrespect. Once again, no disrespect. There are some good agents out there. But when we talk about really investing Back into your client. To hell we getting the contract done. Cool. Get the contract done. What else are you giving me? What else are you giving me as a certified agent? Yeah, you got the contract done. Tell me the the value of real estate. Tell me how to take care of my body. Connect me with people in the city. So, wouldn't it be
0: a good idea if all NFL teams hired a Cliff Averill to come there and be their real estate liaison. Every So look, if there's NFL teams watching this, every NFL team should have someone that's there and that specifically is what they're there for to help these guys with that because now we cut down... We cut down on guys going broke when they're done playing that game.
1: Every team should have a former player to put players on game. I'm in the building. We walking in arm in arm with this thing. I didn't did it. I didn't make mistakes. I didn't make great choices. I didn't have a phenomenal career. I've essentially done what you're about to do. But no, wait a minute. They got a
0: lot of that though. And shout out to the best two has ever done it. Uh, Mo Kelly is the yes. Michael Jordan yes. of, of what he has done. But they got that. No, I'm saying no. it needs to be specific. Like straight up real estate person. Not former player. Not because sometimes young guys uh, don't want to nah. listen. Some young guys don't uh, always want to listen to the old heads. Nah, young guys don't want to
1: nah, young guys gee, no. don't
0: want to listen to old heads. You need a real estate guy or gal that is specifically
1: there to help them out with the real estate. No. You go that's you go pay somebody to Yes. Yes. Why would why would an organization do that? Because Because they actually
0: want to help. The same way organizations put on the rookie symposium. The same way the organizations pay for these uh, rookies to come in and learn about these things in those meetings. They go away. They see former players tell them what to do. The do's and don'ts and all those things. This is an investment into you guys. That's why they should do it. What are we talking about
1: here? no, It it is not an organization's job. To educate their players on real estate. Why not? Because this is football. What are you talking about? My job is to make sure you're a good food, football player. Winning me ball games. Bringing home that, um, that Lombardi trophy. The bottom line. TV ratings up. I'm trying to create superstars out of you guys. I'm trying to create stars. Real, real estate. That ain't my job. I don't get paid
0: for that. I can't wait till we have Cliff Favor on here one day. So we can talk about this, but I, I uh, you know what? I just think I got emotional. And I think you, you're you're talking logical and you're basically telling me, gee,
1: that I, ain't the job of the NFL. I love your heart. I got the same heart as you do. Yeah. With that being you said. You being real. No, they are not gonna do that.
0: I was thinking about something. And since today I'm on a roll, I might as well keep going. <laughs> What is the most off the wall advice that I have for all of these rookies coming in here that will help them quadruple their earnings over the years? You ready?
1: Listen, I'm listening.
0: Hire a speech coach. Hire a speech coach. You get on Instagram. And you or maybe your significant other wants to, you're going to another city and they're on Instagram and they're checking out the restaurants. And they see these restaurant reels Mm -hmm. and they see the videos. And the reason why you want to go to the restaurant, you can't taste the damn food through the phone. (laughs) But the presentation of the restaurant makes you want to go there when an athlete When you get ready to talk and you do your interviews, the presentation of you is everything. That's how you're gonna get those endorsements. That's how you're gonna go ahead and open those doors. Hire a speech coach to help you get, and if anything else, when you're done with the game, Nate Burleson. To be, how the fans get to know you is literally, through every single interview you, that you do, every single time you go out to a an appearance and talk to the schools and talk to Fortune 500 companies, I'm telling you, you can laugh at me all you want to. You hire a damn speech coach, and I promise you,
1: you're going to quadruple your earnings over the years. Hey, hey, hey Mike drop. I ain't got nothing to say. I co-sign. I ain't got nothing to say. And hire a videographer. To follow you around. No, right.
0: no, 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 not necessarily that. Not necessarily that. uh uh-uh. Have your own content. Whatever it is. 100%. You got some off-the-wall advice?
1: No. In other news, as, <laughs> as we close, oh, we got LeBron James.
0: Oh, it's against Steph Curry.
1: Versus Steph Curry. G, yes. this matchup, first of all, mm. This is a very fun matchup. The, I went to the finals some years ago. Mm. I saw LeBron and the Cavaliers <sighs> versus the Warriors. 2016. Man, that was a fun game. Now we got LeBron James versus Steph Curry. We got Klay Thompson. We got Anthony Davis. Seven game series. Let me hear it. Who you got? What What do you want to see? What do you want to see out of this series? Well, well first of all, I think LeBron James is the greatest
0: player to ever play the game. Greatest of all time. I'm a real LeBron fan. And what makes me nervous about LeBron right now is I'm realizing this is not going to continue to be like he's coming towards the end of his career. Michael Jordan was really my first love of a basketball player. Mm -hmm. And then it was LeBron to be honest with you, I don't think that I can love another NBA player the way that I've loved LeBron and I've loved Mike. So what do I want? I want and need Anthony Davis to quit <laughs> playing. And I need you to be consistent. He's been good. He's oh, been good. Yes, he has. He's been good. The only way, the only way the Lakers can have a chance to beat the Warriors if AD does his job. So LeBron's going to be LeBron. And if it gets to the point where LeBron is leading the Lakers in scoring, that's going to oh, be a problem.
1: Oh, no, that wants the same. Huh? That wants the same. No,
0: it won't. So who do I think wins this? I think the Lakers win this.
1: Gee, I think they really have a chance too. Mm. I think they got a chance. they click clicking. Yeah. Where are we in? This last stretch to get into the playoffs, healthy, AD playing like a dog. I think they really do have a chance now. Draymond Green gonna be holding him. Gonna be talking that smack. He gonna punch him in the ribs. You gonna really see his makeup. Let's see how Anthony Davis responds when Draymond Green get on his head. Draymond real good at that. Draymond ain't genius. He ain't Dylan Brooks. No, Jim, you know, Dylan Brooks the clown. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. He, is, he yeah. Dylan
0: Brooks. Uh, I do think, um, I think the Lakers will win
1: this series. In seven.
0: I think, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: In seven. It's going to take seven.
0: Yeah. and Okay, timeout. Timeout. Hold back. I don't think the Lakers can win in seven. <laughs> what they got to do? Steph Curry, man. You do not want a Steph Curry game seven. Us Today, I think the most dangerous player in the game, in a game seven, is going to be Steph Curry. That dude has ice water going through his veins.
1: He yeah. created his own shot.
0: Half 50. Come the off screens. Mm-hmm.
1: Hits all his free throws. He could drive it. Dish it. Don't get tired. Does everything. The best of, uh, not be the best of this generation. One of the best that we've ever seen. Top five that we've ever seen.
0: But the favorite out of the West, since we're still talking about it, you got the uh, the Phoenix Suns against the Denver Nuggets. Oh, it's so boring.
1: Uh, come on, yeah. KD. Come on, bro. I don't want to see no Jokic, no Murray, no you Gordon. Can't
0: you can't beat them. You can't. You, you, they, you go, can't. they sure go be there. Yeah. And by the way, um, I, I call Jamal Murray, uh, what do I call him, Tracy Murray?
1: There is a Tracy Murray, though. Yeah,
0: no, there, mm-hmm. there is. Yeah. But yeah. The reason why Jamal Murray and the Denver Nuggets are going to win it all, because of people like me who don't give respect to Jamal Murray. We, his name, when's the last time you've been in the barbershop and Jamal Murray's
1: names came up? He'll never be talked about in the barbershop. At least not in my barbershop.
0: I mean, Maybe
1: in his hometown, not in my barbershop. We
0: talk about Jokic, but nobody brings him up. That dude is really about to really get it down.
1: Hey. We on next week.
0: We on. Next week, we're gonna see what's happening. Let me let me redo this. <laughs> look, I know, I know we done, but but KJ, this real estate topic got me hot. And you sweating and, right now. Yeah, because because you didn't do you didn't really help me understand why this is a problem. And look, man, I get it. Coming up, growing up in the neighborhood, where I'm from in Chicago, what I saw, the cool folks, I saw the pimps, I saw the hustlers, I saw the drug dealers, they had the chains, they had the cars. they just, I, I never seen their houses, right? So when I came up, all I thought about was, I want to get a nice car. And I tell this story all the time. I lived in Las Vegas back in the mid to late 90s. And me and a partner of mine, we had a house in Vegas and we rented for $1,600 a month. Had a pool in the back. I mean, it was nice. But across the street, when I would go run, there was new homes being built. I'll never forget this. They were $99,000. And I used to think, why would I want to pay $99,000 when I can just pay the $1,600 a month? Exactly. And it goes back to what you said. Exactly. The $1,600 a month appears safer exactly. than the 99,000.
1: Exactly.
0: And so there are a lot of players that come into the league that don't know. Cool but man, when if you, if you know better, you can do better. And I do think it is the responsibility of the NFL to better help with this situation.
1: The I'm thing, sorry. The thing when it comes to real estate G is like, we got to look at it as like, I'm not even really spending money. I'm not even, I'm not even spending money. I'm taking money from my bank account and I'm essentially just transferring it into this asset. This million dollar house, by the time I'm done with it, I'm actually getting more money back. Yeah. When I put down this, you know, people get scared. They, they get scared of the, the down payment. I got to put 20% down. Dang. I gotta put 20% down on this payment and I got to pay a mortgage. But big picture, like you just transferring money from your bank account, which ain't making, which not making any money. And you putting it into this asset that's going to get you cash flow if you want to rent it. Right. Yes. If you're in that, it's going to give you cash flow. And it's going to appreciate over time. So the money you're spending now, you got to look seven, eight, nine years down the line. Like, this thing gonna give me more money back. Speaking of spending, did you always know
0: what what money was going in and out?
1: Oh, I knew that. You oh, always knew that. Oh, I don't play about that. KJ, right? He knew where, yeah, he knew all that. Oh, every dollar. <laughs> every day. Every I, day. I look at myself every day. My I, wife looks at my um she's the everyday bills. I'm the I'm the big portfolio looking. Like, where we at? That's me.
0: Cause I always wondered, like, there's some guys that that don't know. There's some guys that let somebody else take care of that. Listen to me. Listen to me.
1: Listen to me. I love my financial team. I really do. They have a part of their service where they could do exactly that. They have a part of their service where you don't got to worry about nothing. The bills, the utilities, the car payments will take care of everything for you. Hell no! What? No. 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 You want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to, I don't want to get rude. But you want to take somebody that don't know nothing and continue to not have them not know a dang thing about what's going on. No, G. This exists. And you know what, G? They got people that do it. Yeah. Like you said, you know, no disrespect to
0: your financial team. No disrespect. I love them. They offer that service. And so in that service, it's like, it's easier. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to worry about anything. But what that ends up doing is, is as your NFL clock is ticking, which by the way, as soon as you get drafted or an undrafted free agent, clock's ticking. And whenever that date, which you don't, we, nobody knows when that date is done when you're done with the league. But one day if there's going to come a time. Matter of fact, the NFL right now is 100% where rookies don't play until they're 100 years old, okay? So there's going to come a time that you're done. The faster you understand money, excuse me, let me say that again. The faster you understand your money, Mm -hmm. the better off you're going to be because you don't know when your last snap is going to be. Because I I, I think I'm passionate about this Mm -hmm. is because over the last 20 years, Oh man. I've known a mm-hmm. lot of players that went broke. A lot of players that went broke. Them them the them the, 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 and by the way, I don't care if you win a Super Bowl. I don't care if you, you know, I know that's important to we fans, mm-hmm. right? Super mm-hmm. Bowls are important. I love we we love the fact. Super Bowl 48 champions. Thank you. But, KJ, you can't pay one bill telling the folks, hey, I won Super Bowl 48. That can't pay a bill.
1: You can't eat that trophy.
0: Speaking of trophies.
1: I can't eat that. (laughs) Look
0: at this trophy.
1: Listen, G. We're saying all this stuff, right? The thing that players have to do is I can hear somebody say it. But I got to self-educate myself. I got to open up a book. I got to turn on a TED Talk. I got to look on YouTube. What is a liability? What is an asset? What is compound interest? Why do I need credit? I got to learn that for myself. And I need people to help me understand I need to learn it for myself. You know what I mean? We gotta do we gotta take it upon ourselves, but we also need people to tell us, Hey, this is what you need to do. We don't got enough of it.
0: You think it's the old theory of uh you don't know the stove is hot until you touch it? And you think you gotta touch the stove first? You think you actually in order to really get it and really understand, you have to have an opportunity to Make some mistakes, which by
1: the way, which is normal.
0: Mm. You know what I mean? You wanna
1: you wanna give yeah. yourself make some mistakes. Let's just close that gap. Because right now a lot of people like a lot of mistakes. What we gotta do is we gotta continue to shrink that gap. Shrink the gap. Once you put something in somebody's face so many times, like they go, Oh, I'm I'm gonna listen. Oh, I'm gonna listen. If people if so many people are saying this, yeah. Let me let me listen to their old head in the locker room. Or let me tap in with my vet in the locker room who's done it at a very high level. So the, the the message, don't stop. We're going to be preaching this message till our face turn blue. But the more we do it, the better it'll get.